The Yasiris snippets are dedicated in honor of the Schusser of Shlem for Adobas Bas Al Tachaya. We have uh, we begin officially Psuke de Zimra following the Ashkenazi uh, tradition with Baruch Sheamar. The Ashkenazi tradition Baruch Sheamar and Yishtabach are the two bookends to Psuke de Zimra. Of course, one can't talk from when you begin Baruch Sheamar. Shouldn't talk at the conclusion of Yishtabach either. But they are really one long bracha, which is why Baruch Sheamar begins with Baruch. Yishtabach doesn't begin with Barach, but closes with a bracha, because really the two in combination form one long bracha. Who wrote Barach Shamar? Barach Shamar is such a lofty, significant fila, such an important prayer that we say it while standing. Men who wear a talus or without a talus, men who have tzitzis, we hold the front two tzitzis and we kiss them at the end, both reflecting the significance of this tfila, that we stand and we kiss our tzitzis at the end. Who wrote it? Who authored it? What is it saying? And why does it begin Psuke de Zimra? Rashwab quotes that this was authored, it goes back to the time of the Savoraim. The Savoraim lived in the 6th century, the close of the Talmud. And Rav Schwab quotes a tradition that Baruch Shamar was originally instituted to be said responsively. It would be said responsively, and together it would form this beautiful poem of praise that recognizes the distinctiveness, the singularity, the uniqueness of, of Hashem. But others have a different tradition. The Mishnabura quotes a tradition from Rishonim, the Orzarua, and others, that in fact, the Baruch Shamar Tfilah that we have goes back to the Anshei Knesset Zagadola. 2,400 years ago, there was a cloth, there was a scroll, tradition has it, that floated down from the heaven. And on that scroll was the composition of Baruch Shamar. Anshei Knesset Agdola got ahead of that, got a hold of that scroll and instituted, incorporated it as part of our, as part of our tefillah. So we can understand how significant it is, whether the Savaroyim or certainly going back even further, Anshei Knesset Agdola, and this is divinely authored. Somehow it fell from heaven and fell directly into our Sidurim to launch our Psuke de Zimra. How many words are in Bar Shamar? 87. The tour says, 87, he quotes the Sefer Achalos that the 87 corresponds with the word Paz, which is an allusion to, allusion to the Pasuk and Shir Hashirim, Roshio Kesem Paz. His opening words were the finest gold. These are the opening words of our singing praise. Our neshama's on fire. We've woken up in the morning. We have the prospect of a bright new day, optimistic and hopeful. And Rosho Kesem Paz, our opening words are the finest, finest gold. Paz, gold, 87. Baruch Shamar is a golden composition. Baruch Shamar is gold. It's a great gift that came directly from the heavens. Baruch Shamar is made up of two parts that can be divided in half. The first part are ten different aspects, ten descriptions of the ineffable name of Hashem. Yud ke vav ke, yud then hey, then vav then hey, what we pronounce alef dalad nun yud, that name of God, that name of God has within it ten different aspects or descriptions of Hashem and His interaction with us. And each of those descriptions, the ten descriptions, are preceded by the word baruch. So it's baruch, this aspect of Hashem. Baruch, that aspect of Hashem. We acknowledge ten aspects of Hashem that each are a bracha, each are a source of incredible blessing to us. And when we finish listing those ten, then we recite the bracha itself of Baruch Shamar. Baruch HaTashem, Elokeinu Melcholam, HaKel HaAvarachaman, HaMulal, and so on and so forth. So the second half of Baruch Shamar is the bracha. The first half are ten different distinct descriptions of Hashem, each one 
that we perceive each one that impacts our life as a bracha. Then number 10, the 10 descriptions, or the 10 ways that Hashem expresses Himself using that name, corresponds with the 10 times Vayomer, His word, is used in the story of Bracious. In the beginning of the book of Bracious, the Genesis story, when God creates the world, the word Vayomer is used 10 times. And from there, Chazal derived and understood the Asara Ma'amaros Nivra Olam, that the world was created with 10 sayings. And every time I talk about that, I always point out that until our generation, we didn't know what that meant. The ability to say something and that creates a reality, it was a tremendous leap of faith to believe that Hashem could simply say and something would happen. But we merit to live in a time that we have speech recognition. You can tell your phone who to call or your calendar to remind you of something. You could direct Alexa. You could talk and a light goes on or your oven turns off. A Tesla car, I understand. You could even talk into your phone and the car will come pick you up. Even uh, it's literally futuristic. The capacity to speak and something happens. Now the difference is we rely on programming. And for us there's a time delay. We have to first express our rutzon. What's our will? What do we want to happen? What is the reality we want to create? And then when we speak, it kicks in some process which brings about a result. The acknowledgement or the uniqueness of Hashem, the Baruch Sha'amar Vahaya Olam, the ten sayings Hashem created the world, His rutzon, His will, and the reality were simultaneous. There was absolutely no break in between. Hashem simply wills something, and it happens. The reality comes into existence at the exact same moment as opposed to human beings. We will something and then we have to generate that reality. So the word, the uh, 10 descriptions, the 10 times, uh, the 10 different ways we see Hashem expressed to us correlate with the 10 Vayomers and the 10 uh, sayings that Hashem used to create the world. The Yorach HaShulchan says, in this paragraph, Baruch Shomer, we also have the word Baruch used 13 times. Those 13 times correspond with the Yud Gemomidos. We have 13 descriptions of Hashem's compassion, His kindness, His patience, His love for us. Such an important and holy prayer, the Tur in Simon and Aleph says that Baruch Shomar should be recited benigun u It should be said with a melody and with pleasantness. You know, everyone knows the universal Baruch Shomar Vayaolam. Where did that universal tune? It occurs to me from the Tur. And the tour points out it's not just the chazan who's leading the davening does so with a tune and a pleasantness. Every yachid, every individual, Baruch Shamar, is launching. It's golden. Our beginning of our praising Hashem should ring, should sound golden. It should be with a nigan, a bounce in our step, a melody. We should sing it out to Hashem and with a sense of pleasantness. Why, says the tour? Kiyushir na v'nechmad. Because this is such a pleasant and wondrous, such a beautiful, beautiful tefillah. So we'll, next several evenings, we'll dissect and analyze the tefillah even further. This was our introduction of it. But each of these ten expressions of praise of Hashem, the first half of Baruch Shamar, and then the bracha of Baruch Shamar, which represents the second. We don't have synonyms in biblical Hebrew and in prayer. There are no synonyms which are gratuitous. Contrary to popular belief, we don't extend davening longer than we have to. So if there are 10 sayings that seem synonymous, there are differences between them. We're tapping into different ways of describing an Hashem and feeling His presence in our life. And that will very much inspire and inform our day ahead.